Odd More Get Better is recorded in front of a live studio audience. It's a big audience this week, Will. We've got Al Jazz, who showed up a little while ago. Got to get that events mode guap. We got Mikey over there banging out, I assume, just 20 agaves. Yeah, Crispy Lanetta. Maybe a little Bill. He's been grandfathered in. He can play 20 agaves a day. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we got Luke Nelson here behind me uh, banging out some daily. I assume you're done with that. Uh, and we got the panda. The panda's here. Well, uh, she wanted to leave about an hour ago, but uh, <laughs> then she just. Well, we were so busy playing yeah. uh, the the uh, classic course of the. Oh, oh, oh no! Wait, classic course no, of the week isn't up. No. Oh, hey, by the way, over here, well, uh, looks like Detroit might have scored a run. Which... Did Detroit? Yes, hey! yes. All right, Will Sandstead uh, hitting a huge live betting today. I took uh, Detroit Tigers over two and a half, and they just scored another run in the uh, top of the ninth. Congratulations! Well, yeah, so let's happy get to about the podcast. That. Yeah, Panda Panda biked up here because she's pretty athletic. Uh, then she started drinking Tito's and White Claws. She's and a, the White Claws aren't strong enough for her, so she pours the Tito's into the White Claw. Yeah, just to make it like a twice as strong so, kind of thing. Yeah, so now I um, now I have oh, to drive I, her I home. Actually, just cracked. Uh, oh, he cracked it. Finish yeah, it off. I got the Green Mountains there. That's a. Uh, Steel Toe Brewing, size seven, which means it's right on the border. You know what they say oh, about face small, peeler. You know what they say about small feet, Tony. Size seven. Uh, small socks. Small socks. <laughs> <laughs> Al, Al Jazz, we got live commentary. Uh, I'm hitting the Blue Mountains again, Tony. Shocking, I know. Uh, yeah, it's kind of your huge. Yeah, I'm, I'm sticking with it. We've uh, we've already gone a little deep today. This is uh, yeah, yeah. later I've, than I've we crested a few mountains today. I, I think I got here about uh, 6.30, 7 a.m. It is now 4 o'clock on the dot. So uh, it's uh, it's been kind of a long one yeah, today, Yeah, but Tony. you didn't drink until like noon or something. No, it was probably like oh, 11.45. Yeah, a little before. But uh, but yeah, we're, we've been rolling along playing, uh, playing just the regular old courses. Yeah, I was hoping for that classic course of the week. So to break it to everyone... If you haven't been to a machine today, classic course of the week is going to be Coral Vista. Unfortunately, is not live currently. Everyone is getting flyby DNF refunds. Yes. So a little disappointing. Coral Vista. Uh, we didn't get to do a course review of it last year on the podcast. Fun course, original live course, and with tees, this has made it very scorable, Tony. Yeah, and it, it was always scorable because the my enduring memory of Coral Vista is dropping a bomb on you at the Frozen Open. Yes, a 2005. 30 with zero shotties. Yeah. yeah. Just a, couldn't have been cleaner. What a dick. Yeah. yeah. In the 64-man double elimination <clears throat> tournament. That was a real ball you were, buster. You, you, you were in the whiskey zone. I, I think I finished with like a 23 or 24. I'm like, I can't even stop this train. He's just, he's on it. But so, uh, in terms of clubs and balls, I would say at this point I'm playing streaks Unless there's a hole that makes it not make sense, and I don't think there's one of those on Coral Coral Vista, and there's enough holes where I think the extra distance of the streaks will help me. Hole one, maybe hole two. There's 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 at least three, maybe four, uh, drivable-ish holes that uh, that are par changers, and so you know I've talked about that before. I like that type of course. I like courses yeah. where the par can change. Can be anywhere from a 26 to. A, uh, 30 maybe even a 31 if depending on that there's a whole 10 maybe there's a par 4 that i think you can once in a while get on and uh, also i want to say like hole 14 or 15 drive ball par 4 yeah, there's yeah. water oh, yeah. 
there's a there's a couple so I think it'll set up at a very low percentage for a number like a 30 or a 31 uh, but it's definitely there especially with the balls and tees so now you already talked about your balls I want to talk about clubs because I'll talk about the balls you talk about the shafts <laughs> okay there we go so last week for Sunnywood we mentioned some specialty clubs that might be helpful yeah the zero hybrid there was like the four four of them we yeah, couldn't even put them all in our bag yeah zero hybrid the spinny deuce Coral Vista, I see this as pretty much a regular set. Go with what you're familiar with. I don't think there's any clubs where you need to get under anything or over anything that you're not already going to be accustomed to. I agree. And so I think I'm going to go... Uh, at this point, if I'm using a standard bag, I'm deciding... Oh my gosh, that guy's nickname? Was it Jizz? Jazz. Oh, Jazz. jazz. I thought it was Jizz. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, we've been drinking. Let's, uh, let's toast it up. Yeah. Sorry. All right, cheers. Um... Oh, uh, that was almost kind of a uh, good segue into our uh, semi-sponsor, but we'll, we'll save that for later, Tony. <laughs> uh, so clubs this week, I'm going to use the eight and a half. So I've got a, a set that I've got two sets that are identical. One with a nine and a half degree uh, three ten driver, one with an eight and a half. I'm going to use the eight and a half. Uh, no reason for a lob wedge, no reason for a zero hybrid, no reason for a spinny deuce. So I, for me, this is a pretty standard set. Pretty straight up, yeah. It, it, it's a fun course. It's scorable. I, I really enjoy all five of the original live courses. Maybe I'm just weird, but I love the first couple years courses. And yeah. as time goes on, you start seeing them come up in classic course of the weeks, or maybe you get them as part of an invite as a non-homeowner to play those and actually have you know some cash on the line i think that's incredibly fun so if it was up right now i'd already have my 10 in unfortunately i don't so rest of the week i'll be hitting coral vista for yeah, sure yeah and I, I think you know sticking on the theme of the old courses i i agree i think the old courses are really good i think that the first three or four years of courses i think jim did a really great job and he was even kind of learning like what is even possible with this new platform and then tees came out and i i think that was kind of our our dead period where he didn't even really know how to design a course with tees all that well so he's kind of learning uh, on the fly and then eventually i don't know it's 2014 or so he started to say okay this is these are the things that i can do to make a, a course difficult with tees make it more scorable with tees yeah. And I think it's it's come back around to where, like I said, I, I really like the courses the first three or four years. I think it was a bit of a dead zone for three or four years. And I think since uh, since that, I think the course has been really good. So right now, we're actually in the middle of Power Events GoldenTeaTour.com, stop number four in Evansville. And we have a live update right now. We have our four four guys left in the main bracket, the gold bracket, who are Evan Gossett going up against Mark Stenmark and JoJo going up against Seth Standifer. Oh, we have an update. JoJo just took out Seth Standifer, so we have three left in the gold bracket. Mark Stenmark, who will be battling Evan Gossett, and JoJo is basically going on to play one of those two gentlemen for the King of the Hill match. Yeah, I, I'm actually, we record this podcast on some really fancy equipment. Yes. <clears throat> Will's phone. Um, you said that out loud. Oh yeah, so I heard uh, you. I'm gonna I'm gonna actually gonna pull up the leaderboard and we'll do some actual live up, live updates here while we're podcasting. Uh, by the time you listen to this, it'll probably be old news, uh, but we'll talk about it anyway because you know what? There's really not that much to talk about this week. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so uh, what do we got? Royals won. Royals won. Royals won. Twins okay. Won. Everything's coming up uh, coming coming up good for us. Twins just closed out the game. Uh, three and a half game lead. Eat shit, Cleveland. Cleveland does not rock. So. On that note, 
it looked like that's I a know, really topical reference. I, I know, I know. Steve Sobel posted, uh, I believe, on Facebook yesterday that they had seventy-one entrants into the yep. first stop at Evansville, which for a first tour stop with not many direct flights, that's a really good turnout. Yeah. I saw I saw some of the videos where they had a TV projector on the floor. It looked like they had plenty of room. And then in looking at the main bracket qualifying and going through the qualifying round, it only showed 69 entrants, but 69-71 for a first-year turnout, Southern Indiana. In I the mean, summer, that's, like, I mean, that's always, pre, pre no matter where you have it, yeah. no matter where you have it at the end of August, it's going to be a tougher turnout than March or uh, December. I mean, it's just, it's just a tougher time of year to get a bunch of people there. So, so I think 70 is great. Yeah, so even with only 69, 70, 71, whatever it was, uh, some of the top players are showing out for this event, Tony. Out yeah. of out of the World's Championship gold bracket, so the top 32 at Worlds, there were 13 of them who showed up. But on the flip side, there were also two at Worlds who are there, uh, who are pretty big names that didn't make the cut at Worlds who are there, which is... Meow and Seth Stanifer. So we basically have 15 of the top 32 that attended this tourney, which for a first-year tourney, kind of middle of nowhere, that's absolutely great. Well, and, you know, as we look at the, you know, we talked about the the gold bracket, who was left in the gold bracket, but just if you look at the guys that are going to get top eight, it's like a who's who of, of golden tea. It's uh, so we a got, wallet widener? Yeah. They all have pretty wide golden tea wallets. Uh, Stenmark, Gossett, Seth, JoJo, Luna, Mouth, Chris Brewer, Jason Elliott. I mean, it's like, I mean, there's a, and that's all top 10 guys. Yeah. So uh, obviously, uh, it feels probably not as deep as some of the other tournaments, but in terms of the top end, I mean, it's a pretty, pretty damn good tournament. Yeah, that's, that, that's really cool to have that. So the qualifying round there, uh, I believe the cut was right at 120 for the five courses. So you had to average a, a 25 under. Excuse me, twenty four under. These blue mountains are getting me. So ah, you that's had to, tough math. You, you, you had to, you had to average a twenty four under to make the cut, and then there was a two stroke difference between thirty two and thirty three. So one twenty hit the number thirty two, boom, you're in. And the top four, top five qualifiers were Mark Stenmark with a one forty five, averaging a twenty nine under. It's only a matter of time courses. before we get that one fifty. I don't Someone's think we've ever had a one fifty qualifier, but I think it's only a matter of time. Depends on the new courses. We'll see. Yes. Stenmark, 145 in the qualifier, followed up by JoJo with a 143, tied by Seth at a 143. That dropped off a little bit to Sean Gervais and Jeff Harlow at 140s for each of those gentlemen. So I'm excited to see how this Evansville tournament wraps up uh, to hear everyone post about later. It's always fun to see Monday and Tuesdays once everyone kind of gets their bearings, gets all that uh, 72-hour bender funk. Yeah. Uh, what the impressions of the tournament and the vendor, uh, the venue were, because we all know that Power Events puts on a great event. Uh, the venue dictates so much of that, in my mind, because we know Power Events is going to run it smoothly, but whether it's bar service, the space available in terms of playing your game, got, not getting bumped into, the availability of hotels nearby, VRBOs, Airbnbs, uh, I think that's going to dictate a lot of this for the future sustainability of this tourney. Yeah, and as we've talked about uh, you know, recently-ish, the uh, the big event that was not a PEGT recently was was the South Carolina event and Carolina and that, Clash yeah and uh, so that was uh, they had a very successful tournament so I think that I'm I'm almost positive 
I have no inside information. I'm sure that they're trying to get it to be a PEGT event, and so as Richmond uh, as bows Richmond out. bows out, and maybe you know, it, it seems like there's one or two events every year that are kind of like, well, maybe we're going to change cities, and and so I think uh, you know Evansville popped in this year to replace Cincy, and uh, we'll see what happens next year with South Carolina maybe replacing Richmond. We'll see. So it'll be interesting to see. So also going on. We talked about Al Jazz being here uh, as a full studio participant who's also banging games as it happens. Al Jazz is on events mode. This events mode this week, we have par threes. Yeah. So 18 under. You play a good, clean game, you're 18 under, which is kind of interesting, kind of tough, because you're basically chasing holeouts. That That's all you're doing. Yeah, not my favorite. Uh, obviously, uh, if we look at the leaderboards right now, uh, Will, you you have enjoyed this events mode. Uh, and, I mean, it's just not my style of Golden Tee, trying to chase holeouts. Uh, I, I played uh, basically the minimum number of games. And, uh, yeah, I got my, uh, got my minus 90, and I'm going to move on. I'll probably get 40 bucks. Yeah, I, I probably chased it, not necessarily a little more than I should have. Oh, Aljaz oh, steps Al into the picture. Live studio audience. Cracking a 16-ounce uh, pounder of the Coors Light Blue Mountains. So at the start of this event, I, I don't want to say I necessarily angle shot this event, but I play a decent amount of games. I think I'm, uh, gosh, probably right around 50, 52 games right now, okay. uh, which is a decent chunk of change. But I also realize that at at this point on Sunday – when this events mode concludes, it's also going to coincide with Evansville ending. Yeah, and a lot of the guys that might get top fives, you're currently top uh, fourth place, and so a lot of the guys that might be, you know, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, maybe chasing on a Sunday night, mm -hmm. might be tied up with money games tonight, might be tied up with being hungover from a weekend of yeah. uh, golden tea, and so uh, yeah, I think it's uh, obviously it was a good play, and it, and it fits your style of play more than it fits my style of play. Uh, I've chased some events like this in the past, and I just decided it wasn't wasn't what I wanted to do. And 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 also it helped that I I liked the classic course of the week. So yes. if, if it would have been a, a classic course of the week that I didn't care for, uh, maybe I would have played a little bit more. But I really enjoy Sunnywood, uh, and so I you know I, I I spent my time there rather than worrying about events mode. Yeah, so I I kind of banked on that, knowing that Andy Fox was not going to be at Evansville. So whoever the winner of Evansville was was probably going to be buying uh, one, two, three rounds of shots. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so there might be some uh, folks who've been drinking all day, like you and I, Tony, at Evansville, who they might not be on their game for this events mode. So it's been a really fun events mode. Uh, Tony, I know you're hoping and I'm hoping that we get events mode on a weekly basis because right now we have Classic Course of the Week that's coming out you know, prior to the beta slash pre-release. It's been going on. I think we have, what, four or five weeks left yep. of it. It goes so, right up to the main release. Yeah, so I, I love Classic Course of the Week. Great time of the year where you're transitioning into that. Um, but events mode, I'm really excited, fingers crossed, that hopefully they get events mode going on a weekly basis. I, I think that's really something where I come in to play Golden Tee and I look at the screen, I see events mode blocked out. It's just a little frustrating, you know, whether it's, hey, every game you're playing against 49 other people, it's a 50-man contest, or whether it's a week-long contest. I mean, they have the variety to do this. I'd just like to see it where it's on a weekly basis. Yeah, and uh, I mean, I, I completely agree. I, I think that uh, I, I guess we would have assumed that we got there by now, so uh, who knows, but... Uh, 
But yeah, I mean, I think that there's there's certain types of events modes contests that they can they could in theory lose money on. Uh, yeah. This week being a guaranteed prize pool, you know, if 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 not many people played, then they could lose money. But if you set it up so that in your quote unquote off weeks, you've got contests that will will drive some play, but also don't you know just doesn't have a chance. Just fifty man contest, where they're funding or twenty man or or ten man. Yeah, where they're funding the prize pool on their I, own. I feel like we beat this to death a little yeah. bit. Um, I, I think that's only because I I think I see how fun it could be to have it uh, really consistently. Um, but yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. I think that now they've got a full year of, almost a full year of events mode under their belt. So uh, hopefully going forward, it'll be a more consistent thing. Rather, and I, I think they lose a little bit of momentum with the you know quote unquote regular bar players, that they they just they don't know what weeks are events weeks and what weeks aren't. Uh, Al Jazz double kinsed. I think this is. Uh, oh Jesus! I don't. I think this might be the worst leave of all time. Hold on, Will's gonna take a video. We'll share it. Oh, oh God, this is riveting, riveting podcast. I can tell. He but, got uh, double kins, double kins on a thirty-five footer. Yeah, coconut par three. three <laughs> like normally, like whole seven or eight on coconut. Hey, he, he's he's actually cauldron. yeah, he hit the cauldron. He, he's actually a really good golden tee player. He was at the World Championships and uh, made, made the, the cut silver, this year. Made the silver bracket. Oh no, he didn't make the cut. You made a cut this year, I guess. He wasn't one of the he wasn't one of the bottom ten, but uh, he wasn't one of the top thirty-two. So we like to give Al Jazz shit, just like we did last year with Andy Fox. Uh, Moving on, a a contest Al Jazz is valid in currently. uh, Summer Swing. Summer Swing. You're probably hitting it. Al Jazz is probably hitting it. We don't have a leaderboard. I know they talked about weekly updates, but we just haven't seen it yet. Yeah, I, and I think I, it feels like a pretty manual process that they have to go through to get yes. these. So, you know, they said it was going to be weekly, and I, I think they're probably waiting for uh, a higher percentage of people to finish their 30. Yes. I finished my 30. Al, have you finished your 30? Al's nodding, yes. Uh, and so I think once they get enough people that have finished their 30, they'll post the first leaderboard, and we'll go from there. Mm-hmm. Um, I had gone at least a month without playing my uh, home edition. Ooh. Uh, and really, I'd only played a couple rounds since Worlds. I, you know, I just kind of went into a, a, a lull. You know, there's, there, I didn't, I wasn't time, having vacation yeah, time. Yeah, it's, it's summer. the summer. We're out of town on the weekends. But now, hey, there's a contest. I like a contest. So uh, chasing the summer swing a little bit. I had a couple really nice games to set myself up, and I'll probably chase after that free update. Yeah, I think uh, I think once leaderboards are posted, I, n- I know we like to give IT crap a lot, whether it's Coral Vista not loading up on Classic Course of the Week or the well, weekly they deserve a little crap on that. Okay, in, in the Summer Swing weekly leaderboards, uh, I'm I'm definitely a pretty patient man, so I'm not a part of this contest for the homeowners, but Panda, I, is I, a patient man. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I, I think I'm pretty patient. Yeah. I, uh, I try to you attend to... Did ask him to fix a washing machine or... Oh, I fixed the washing machine. Were you patient? Oh, who started up? <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm, uh, I'm, sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, podcast <laughs> listeners. I didn't know what I was going to do here. I didn't know I was starting a... Oh. He did fix it. No, he oh, didn't Oh, I fixed it. it. I oh, cleaned yeah. that oh, sucker yeah. right, right out to the curb. That thing's like brand new now, and it's like, what, 20 years old? Yeah, so but washing machine is getting fixed. getting frustrated trying is, to yes. fix it. Is the washing machine a euphemism that I don't know about? <laughs> uh, no. her, oh, he tried to fix <laughs> it. Oh, her, her washing machine it's got been fixed about, 20 about years. eight times yesterday. No, 10. 10? Okay. 10. Double digit hands. Yeah. So, speaking of... <laughs> Grand Rapids, Michigan. 
We have a uh, non-sanctioned event coming up. This is not part of the PEGT yeah, Somehow tour. it found its way onto the uh, Golden Tea Facebook page, um, and it was it was shocking. It's, it, it's a contest. It I'm was. not sure how this contest works. Definitely not IT-sanctioned. Definitely not PEGT Tour-sanctioned. But it could be. I don't know that it's CDC sanctioned either. <laughs> <laughs> Might be some rubber gloves or something going on. But uh, it, well, yeah, it's uh, um, how do we put this uh, the, gently? Well, it's, yeah, uh, I, I got to go back uh, to uh, proper terminology. Uh, but there's a fellatio some, contest. Well, yeah, that's uh, and a, uh, more, a salad more, salad creating salad so creating like toss sa- a salad sa- salad yeah. tossing contest. But it's going to be held next weekend in Grand Rapids, Michigan. Yeah, uh, August thirty first. I, I, uh, I will not be in attendance, unfortunately. Yeah, you're. Um, if you arrive unclothed, atta- naked. Uh, yes, naked. we can say naked, naked. Yeah, right? Uh, naked. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> you it's get free, free to get in. in. Free entry. Free, free to get in. Yep. And uh, ten dollars otherwise. <laughs> ten dollars if you're in your that underwear. Probably, uh, yeah, that probably goes to uh, fund the. Uh, the contests yeah. that are occurring, yeah, or, or the lubrication. Yeah, or and something. we, you know, we thought about you know, a road trip recently. No, you know, <laughs> we we did receive an email from the Grand Rapids um, uh, uh, Commerce City City Commerce Chamber Department. of Commerce. Yeah, it's right Commerce. here. Yeah, and uh, but you know what? That's not our style. To, to you know, they wanted to sponsor the podcast, and I said, you know what? We'll mention it, but I can't accept your money. You're you're doing a great Family thing friendly. here. We're family friendly. Um, so no, but uh, but thank you, Grand Rapids Chamber of Commerce, for uh, for thinking of us. Yes, and and understanding that the Golden Tea community is one that might like such an event. Yes, fellatio and tossing salads. I I know the majority yep. are yep. probably uh, all on board with that. Yep. Moving on, we talked about classic course of the week. We have new courses coming out, and they're doing. Last week they did the new course trailers, not holes one through six, which are already out there. They did holes seven through thirteen, so we're, we're getting you know two thirds of the way through the new courses. I don't recall them in previous years releasing a full course video. I think it was more just you know one through six hole previews. So it looks like they may break down full courses online with video prior to releasing yeah. them, which I think is really cool. I suspect that you know five courses, five days of the week. It seems like we've been on a rhythm. I think we're going to get holes thirteen through eighteen uh, over the next. Five days this this week, and and this oh that's a great smush. Uh, normally this seems like something I'd be all about. I'd be watching these videos. For for some reason I my, I just haven't allowed myself to get excited yet. Yes. Probably because I you know I know that it's still four weeks away or whatever it is, and so I, I can't. But I, but as soon as they release all eighteen hole videos, I'm definitely gonna watch them. And and I think if if that does happen this this week, that I think we should talk about it next week. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely getting excited for it, but I join you in that, in that I have not watched the 7 through 13 hole previews for these current courses. Uh, to your point about excitement, I'll get excited if we get that email, that message, that Federal Express, that Pony Express letter that says, Savage, McHugh's, getting a beta machine. Then we're all over it. Oh. I, I, I know we I know we get out to about you know eighteen hundred to two thousand one hundred listeners a week. We want to provide you with that podcast, that pre-release audio that you can hear and get you excited. Because right now I'm I'm at about you know probably about a three point five out of ten. Whoa, that's a low number. 
We're only a month away, Will. I'm at least a six right now. For You're a six? Course. Yeah, I mean, okay. I'm, I'm sick of these courses. I mean, I'm just, you know, I mean, we've had them for 11 months. I'm, you know, I'm, yeah. I'm done with them. Uh, if I could be playing Coral Vista right now, I would be. But uh, I, I think you've, you've aimed a little too low here, Will. I think last year we got the beta at McHugh's. That was great. Yeah, podcast. But if, yeah. But if we're asking for miracles, what about here at the Banger Bunker? Yeah, I, I don't imagine know. The greatness of having a beta machine here. We could like I, I, live I like stream that. pod the new courses, and I think that would be tremendous. I'm not holding my breath on that one. I think there's reasons why they give it to certain places. Mm-hmm. I understand that. Bars, they uh, got to keep their yeah. vendors happy, like Mick Ultra. They got to sell a lot of Mick Ultra. Mick Ultra, 12 week. Money shot contest, thousand bucks a week. That's twelve thousand dollars. Are you on sure Mick it's twelve weeks? Well, <laughs> we, we researched it. You said ten. I said sixteen. We both screwed up. Yeah, we were close. But we were, within, we were both within a month. But on, <laughs> but on that note, oh, I'm not going to screw mountains. up uh, this sixteen ounce oh, of cheers. Blue Mountains. Sorry, Mick Ultra. Uh, Coors Light got to me first. Yeah, they offered us big, big money, but we said, you know what, we're, we're Coors guys. Not going to happen. Sorry, Michelob Ultra. So we're talking about the new courses. Something with the old courses, and I don't like to revert back to the old courses, Pembroke Hole 16. Adam Kramer, Kevin Lindsay kind of laid down the gauntlet that if anyone can ace Pembroke 16, they're going to get a $500 Golden Tee gift card. And one of our previous podcasts, I think you laid an over-under on mid-December, and I think I I went mid-January. Including homeowners edition, you know, you can drive this, you can ramp it, you can fly way past the green. No one still hold it. I've only seen a couple times where people are actually putting for eagle. So I think this is an absolute crapshoot. But at this point, you said you're kind of bored with the current year of courses. You should be at home pimping Pembroke 16 for a five hundred dollar. Yeah, card. I don't, I don't disagree. But I, I you got a wife, you got a kid. Ultimately, yeah. I was a little disappointed that. None of the new tea boxes, when they released the new, new tea boxes in April or whatever it was, uh, none of them were even remotely dry, made that whole drive. Mm-hmm. Like, even it was just so, way borderline. So it shut it down, yeah. It shut it down. And so now that they've opened up all the tea boxes, sporadic, great, yeah. now even, even the ones that were barely rampable before, you're getting them half as much. And so uh, I think that hole is going to go unaced. Eventually... Uh, I assume there'll be a daily, and Mark Stenmark will ace it, and he'll get his five hundred dollars. Well, I was—I and... I was gonna say I was—I was thinking about four years down the line, someone's gonna get a glory. Someone's gonna get, it, someone's yeah. gonna, gonna get a glory contest in the twenty twenty three summer swing, where we're gonna throw it back to Pembroke Links, and someone's gonna hit that in a glory contest. But uh, that's still out there. So it very cool to offer up that five hundred dollar gift card. I. It was I a def- fun bounty. Yeah, I, I definitely uh, chased it when I was a couple off par early on uh, with the course releases when I just didn't give a rip and would try it out. Most of the time got wet, got my drop, threw it on the green, took a par. Uh, no big deal. Tony. we Will. Have some- what? <laughs> we have some issues going on. So Taco Bell, hot oh. topic here. Yeah. Hey, just the other day I got some Taco Bell. The Doritos Locos Taco, big fan. Big fan. Big fan. So, Sean Gervais has been to Taco Bell twice in the last couple days. Vomited both times. Taco Bell is not a sponsor, so we can talk about this unhinged, straight up. I I saw that today on Facebook, and, you know, for a moment I was like, well, should I dial back my Taco Bell intake? 
and really I don't eat that much. Mm-hmm. But um, but no, I'm not going to. I love those Doritos Locos Tacos. But I tell you what I am going to have with me. What's that? I'm going to have some RBBBBBs. Oh, say say the full. Ryan Bennett Bulk Vomit Bags. This is a sponsor that goes back. Sean Gervais, you got to be listening. This is a sponsor that goes back uh, to Sussex. What, six months. In the spring. Yeah, I mean, early nine March. Nine times. He early, Ferris Bueller'd it nine times. Nine times. It was, a, it was a long drive after winning the silver, or the, sorry, pink bracket. You can uh, laugh. The studio audience is covering up their mouth. Maybe they need a bulk vomit bag, or maybe they're laughing, or maybe but we, they're covering their mouth. Maybe we, we need a laugh track or something. We need a real <laughs> laughter here. It's a true story. But, you know, RB, God bless them, had a rough go of it. Mm-hmm. A lot of shots, won the pink, and then on the drive back, as we all know, might have vomited a little too much. And there might have been some stops along the side of the road, and we, you know, yeah. and then that created a new sponsor, the RB BBBs, uh, Ryan Bulk Bennett, Bulk Vomit Bags. And now that we know that Sean Gervais has a real problem with his local Taco Bell, I think they're back. Yeah. I mean, all you got to do is throw a Bulk Vomit Bag in your cargo shorts. I know Sean Gervais doesn't smoke, so he doesn't have his cigs in one pocket. He doesn't drink, so he doesn't have a couple Coors Light Pounders sneaking into Taco Bell in his other cargo shorts pocket. He's got plenty of room for bulk vomit bags. No, I mean, uh, it only makes sense. Yeah. I mean, he doesn't doesn't strike me as a guy who's going to just be like, you know what, I threw up the last two times I ate there. I'm not going to eat there anymore. Mm -hmm. He's going to keep going. He loves his Mm -hmm. Chick-fil-A. Yep. He loves his uh, Taco Bell. He loves his Gervais juice. Uh, he's not going to call he loves, quits. He loves casinos and roulette, yep. which both, unfortunately, won't cause vomiting. But the first three, my big, big possibilities right yeah. there, Tony. So anyway, uh, you know, if you if you find yourself thinking about some late night Taco Bell run, mm-hmm. be whether you're Sean Gervais or a- anyone listening to this podcast, think about getting yourself some BVBs, RB. Yep. BBBs, bulk vomit bags. I always have one on me. Uh, and Tony, if I'm going to Taco Bell, I also usually text the panda or a roommate to make sure I have ample toilet paper on hand as well. Yeah. Hey, can you check the toilet? Uh, because my I've got a I got a I got a dog within the last year. Uh, this dog loves to chew on my toilet. Milo. Paper. Milo, yeah. He loves to chew on toilet paper. And so I got to make sure that if I get home that... Uh, He's sneaky. Yeah, that he hasn't uh, ruined my toilet paper supply. So uh, call ahead yeah. and get some BVBs. And, you know, I mean, we BVBs, I mean, there's probably other uses for BVBs. They might be uh, BSBs, bulk, bulk ship bags. Yes. Um, but really their main intent is uh, bulk vomit bags. So anyway, yeah, thank you, bulk vomit bags. Uh, for sponsoring it. Yeah, bottom end is hermetically sealed, top end fully open for any orifice that you may need. So, going into it here, uh, the last three weeks, Tony, we've talked about events mode, we've talked about the daily contest. Daily contest in the last three weekends has gone down the prize pool from 900 to 850. And I think this is kind of the summer doldrums. You kind of talked yep. about getting bored with the courses. Folks going on vacation, kids going back to school. We got the Minnesota State Fair going on. A lot of people have a lot of stuff going on. And I, I can see this from IT, how if they're not getting the you know monetary flow going into the daily prize pool, how they have to dial it back. And granted, on the weekends, I don't chase much either. 
Yeah, I mean, uh, IT's not in the business of losing money, so they're not going to just mm-hmm. keep propping up prize pools just because just to keep it at $900, so they've lowered it. We mm-hmm. understand. Uh, I, I think ultimately the, the, the smart decision would be to make a weekend tournament both days. 48 hours. So it's a 48-hour. Yep. Uh, obviously, that would require some programming changes, but... Uh, I think that's probably the smart way to go, in in my opinion. But um, oh, the panda's got some penis in her mouth. Yeah. Oh yeah. Are, are they peanuts? Uh, yeah. Peanuts. peanuts. Yeah. Yes. Uh, are they uh, honey roasted? Dry roasted. Dry roasted. Okay. Well, I appreciate it. Thanks, panda. Mm, delicious. Go ahead, well. Yeah. So we've got, got that going on. We've already talked about our pre-release, our beta. Um, we do have a mailbag submission from Kirk Stimford, and unfortunately, this is more than a sheet of paper. So I'm not going to try to read out the whole thing. But, Tony, we've talked about clothing options, putter options. uh, Submissions are open. Yeah, my submission's still open. You extended it? I'm always extending it. Nice. we still got postal service availability coming in here. Mm -hmm. So that's good. Keep the submissions coming. Kirk Stimford, Wisconsin guy, sent in this letter. And I'm not going to read the whole thing because Kirk, quite... Quite frankly, this is incredibly long. He was probably killing some time at work. Yes. Yeah. Salaried, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Or hourly. Um, long story short, he wants to make a putter for the Minnesota guys that requires your player to have a white t-shirt on. And anytime your player makes a putt for two weeks, they're going to shoot one off par every time. That sounds complicated, the, 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 Will. Well, well, well the, the whole I thing. Mean, look, look at this. This is two and a half pages. This is, a, this is a really long letter. There are a lot of stipulations, a lot of look at this player's player rating. Have they been to Worlds? Have they qualified in Worlds? Have they made the silver bracket? Aljaz, this could be up. Aljaz, is there an ass-slapping uh, part of this? Uh, tossing salads? No. This is oh. what happens when you don't have a pre-production meeting. Uh, we had a slight pre-production <laughs> meeting. You didn't show up till 45 minutes ago, Aljaz. We've been... <clears throat> Al, we talk about this all week, every week. Mm-hmm. Only it's just, this is for the listeners. Al. Hey, hey, Al Jazz, have you shot an eighteen under on that event mode yet, or not? I know you're about twelve. You games got a nineteen. Deep. I was watching. Oh, oh. No 18, but I didn't have a <laughs> so Al Jazz is still going after it. Uh, still accepting submissions, whether it's a clothing line, whether it's a putter option, whether it's a driver option. My first driver has been taken. Max is out four hundred sixty-seven yards. Uh, you might short yourself on these new courses. That might sound like a long drive, but it's not. Oh, it's not. Nope. You That's go down short. your friends list on the Golden Tee Caddy app, short stuff, baby shit. Where do you think that Paul Luna ranks in the history of Golden Tee in terms of longest drive? Like, is you think he's below 3,000? Uh, I would say, I would think that he is probably top 20%. I think there are random guys, you know, those big hulking guys, you know, wearing the UFC shirts with angel wings, and they're all hyped up on vodka Red Bulls, who just happen to actually catch an A1 perfectly. Okay. Yeah, and and obviously Paul Luna has never caught a perfect A1, because otherwise he'd have a drive that was longer than this pathetic 467. Yeah, so the, you know, this guy has come in, angel wing t-shirt, hopped up on vodka Red Bull. What kind of shirt are we talking about? Like a, oh, like button a, up. A, a, oh, button up? I was thinking Oh, button that. up with sequins on the back, angel wings on the shoulders. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it says affliction. Uh, yeah. yeah. Affli- just I, was, in. I was assuming it was some bedazzled jeans with an affliction. Bedazzled t-shirt. jeans? Bedazzled jeans shops. 
<laughs> New line of Jazz's jeans. We just, you're welcome, Al. Yeah. <laughs> Got to get those sequins, Al. Bejazzled. <laughs> <laughs> We've all been drinking. Oh, God, this, I this love pod- when we crack yeah, ourselves this, up. This podcast is kind of taking a turn here. I don't know. Hopefully, hopefully, no one has kids at the house or kids in the car right now. <laughs> yeah, we're worried about bejazzled, but we're, we're worried about fellatio or tossing salad. <laughs> oh yeah, let's not say bejazzled. Oh my god, I, I think I think the temperature just went up like Ooh. twenty degrees in here. We gotta turn down Ooh. the fans because they're yeah. too loud. <laughs> are we still recording? Yes, we are. <laughs> oh, okay. We are. Let me uh, first let me, take. Let, let me look at the one stu- take. Everybody yeah. knows the rules. Yeah. <laughs> Let me look at the studio equipment. Yeah, it's still kicking. We got uh, we got power sources coming in. Tony, I think we're just about wrapped up, though. Uh, it doesn't look like we sure, have yeah. <laughs> wrapped up 10 minutes ago, hopefully. My God. Uh, yeah, I think uh, we're all good. else we're talking about? Uh, Let's get these new courses. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited well, I'll, I'll for I'll settle the, for Coral Vista. I'll settle for Coral Vista in the next 24 hours. Uh, I would be eternally grateful to get a beta slash pre-release machine at McHugh's and Savage anywhere within the Southern Metro. Don, Kevin, Adam, you shipped it there last year. We can do it again. Like I said, 1,800, 2,100 listeners a week. Uh, we want to bring you guys the news. You guys you guys are always great. We like to uh, joke around about having a bunch of mailbag questions. Uh, it's more just comments that folks enjoy the podcast. Uh, our friendly banter, whether it's a little bit about sports, a little bit about golden tea, a little bit about beer. Uh, we just want to thank you guys for listening. Absolutely. And uh, you mentioned sports betting, uh, betting and sports. Yes. Uh, that means that uh, we're coming up on football season. That oh. means no whammies is, is coming right back around soon. the corner. So I think uh, on-air production meeting here, I think I think next week we, we need to do some season-long props. Yes, we're going to look at team and, total over-under wins yep. and losses. And then, uh, and then every Sunday after that, we start to talk about uh, no or Saturday. Uh, talk about our no whammies, yeah. Sunday night game and the Monday night game. Yeah, I'm excited. Uh, the tides are turning. Uh, we have a comrade from the Banger Bunker who's actually going out to Las Vegas tomorrow, mm. uh, and I know uh, he's heavily invested in uh, sports activity. Shall we? Yes. Call it? Yep. Sports activity is that is that a fair uh, fair yeah, term? It's, I, yeah, I don't. Yeah, it's not. Uh, it's like it's like betting, but with real money. <laughs> but with real money. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I think I'm all set, Tony. It looks like uh, going through the notes, looking up on the big video monitors here uh, at the Banger like Bunker. It's between Joe and Stenmark. Oh, oh, thank you. I, the, 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 yeah, live the, update the, from yeah, the panda. The, the panda. Sure did it accurately, no, you, you're on the it. The panda's sending in updates. Uh, looks like King of the Hill match between Mark Stenmark and yeah. Joe Masara. So we're looking oh, at. Wow. Uh, People yeah, who are world champions and number two in the world, uh, two years in a row. And it looks like uh, Luna took out Gossett, so Gossett got fifth, sixth. There's a little Chris bit Brewer a... and Seth are playing to meet Luna for uh, the third, third, fourth place match. God, that's some that's some huge news out of in Evansville. So the other big news out of Evansville. Uh, uh, we're not going to talk about that. Richard <laughs> R- Richard King got his head shaved. Apparently, he made a drunken side bet. That he would make the main bracket with only 69 players, he would get top 32. Uh, he failed. Paige Gossett posted a video of Richard King getting his head shaved. 
oh. by Ryan Sparks for failing to make the main bracket. Yeah. I, I, I don't no, know if there's hair. I don't know if there's always a penalty. Uh, Aljaz has a bald head, so he's obviously paid the penalty for failing to make the gold bracket at <laughs> this past year. No, he looks uh, good. I don't know if anyone else has paid the penalty for failing to make the gold bracket at Worlds last year. Uh, Seth Stanifer, he took up his portion. Seth failed to meet uh, the 32-man line and get in the main bracket there. So Seth has a bald head as well, just like Al Jez, and now Richard King. And so I think maybe that's a future bet. If we start it, it's a uh, missed cut bet, shaving head, if you don't make a cut. But maybe we'll talk about that next week. That's uh, not part of the sponsor. Grand Rapids thing. You said shaving head or giving head? Sh- uh, shaving head. It's a fine line. Okay. Fine line. Well, well, I think on that note, we can probably wrap it up. Tony Johnson. That's uh, that was a messy t- podcast. It's but, been a tough uh, one. Yeah, this might well, go there's d- not much to talk about, so this, we got to wing it. Yeah, this might go deep in the archives. We've uh, been going deep on our Bruce. This is either going to be our best one ever or our worst one ever. <laughs> yeah, so sure uh, I'll have to listen to it. Yeah, so make sure to leave this in the comments. I think at the end it kind of took a turn for the worst. I'm Will Sanstead. Tony Johnson. Take care. Good night.